Oi, oi, I'm Jimmy Bullard and this is me old muck of Venus. We're back together, son. How are you? Hi, Bully. Great to be back working with you. What are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. This is a crowd podcast. What's occurring, Bert? What's occurring, Bert? Nice, uh, changed up the old intro there. I like it. Yeah, I've got it here. So that intro music was brought to us by Beckin Bro Taff Male Choir. Thanks, boys. Um, I mean, I don't speak perfect Welsh, but it was it was something about tits, wasn't it? <laughs> Titu Thomas. It's about a blue tit bird, basically. Um, so my father-in-law and his brother, they're also Thomas. You know, it's Wales, isn't it? It's a small country. Everyone's yeah. related. Um, but yeah, so Sarah was a Thomas before I met her. Was she also and your yeah. sister? Well, I hope not, but Max turned out all right, so I think you said all right. <laughs> but um, anyway, basically their kind of song, whenever they go to the rugby or they proper love a sing song, and Titu Thomas is kind of like their, I don't know, anthem sounds a bit, it's not like their anthem, but it's like their song, their go-to song, you know? So they're always singing Titu Thomas, Titu Thomas last, giving the elbows like like a bird, you know what I mean? Like they, if they're in a restaurant, they'll start singing. Everyone will be standing up, giving it Titu Thomas, Titu Titu Thomas quality. So uh, they've come out to the tour a few times, sung it there. So yeah, I've seen um, I've seen the full rehearsal a few times. I think I think we also had it at your wedding. We definitely had it. Yeah, on yeah. We definitely had it on your stag. I've seen it on the side of the road at the tour a few times. I think they were dressed up one year as well, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tour. Always, always some wacky outfits, but quality though. Love a good sing song, even though I don't speak fluent Welsh. I know most of the words to some of the songs, but the rest, no idea. But just such a good atmosphere in it. Yeah, bringing a bit of Wales to the tour. We can all sing. We can all when sing as Welsh. Pissed or in the shower? Anyone can sing in the shower. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, cheers for sending that in, guys. Yeah, nice one, boys. Um, right, gee, here we are then. First of all, happy birthday, you old bugger. Yeah, cheers, but 37. 37 seems so much older than 36. Yeah. Like, I was thinking, going to bed last night, I was like, blimey, Charlie, 37. Like, for a professional athlete, I was like, oh my goodness me, I should just be on the beach, mate, sipping mojitos. What am I doing racing up a stupid climbs at like 12%? Mate, mate, in four days, you'll be doing exactly that. In <laughs> yeah, four true. more days, I know you. That's, <laughs> you know, you're almost Whatever there. happens. <laughs> yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. Like, best way to spend my birthday that today. Like, yeah, one to remember, that's for sure. Yeah, mate, crazy day, wasn't it? It's another, uh, I just look full gas all day. and uh, But here we are still in pink, mate. Yeah, so obviously it all started because Pino was in the break. who was at six, six forty-five maybe on me, and uh, 
we Jumbo was setting the pace a bit and Roglic he was playing silly buggers I don't know how much you saw but he was hanging out at the back of the group Formolo comes up to me about halfway up the climb he's like hey gee you know Roglic he's struggling at the back eh I was like ah oh, mate I don't believe it but if he's struggling now he's going to be struggling at the end like we're not going to change our way of racing but I was like mate I, I just don't trust that guy and uh you know, he's always tired and he? his legs are always hurting and then he wins a stage. So we just didn't let it affect us. And then sure enough, on the last climb, he comes up with Sep as soon as we hit the steep bit. I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, he was, do- he was doing a lance, wasn't he, from back in the day, you know, where he hung yeah. back all day and then just whacked it. I think he was, was trying to... wasn't it? With the look yeah. that was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he was, trying to, he was trying to play you. Yeah, so that start, it was pretty, it was solid. Like Pino was in the break and also um, this AG2R guy. Perret, who won that stage, um, he was at 10 minutes, so we had to keep it fairly close, but Swifty and Salva did a real good climb. They came back quick. They just basically rode to the the penultimate climb then. Um, Dupluski took over. Mate, he was going. He was riding. He's been riding so well, this race, as we've said numerous times. Um, and Timon also did the descent, did the run into the steep bit. Um, the boys just set me up. Perfectly. I think the gap was maybe four and a half minutes by the time we uh, started the last climb, which was ideal for us. Would I like to have gone for the stage, you know, being my birthday and that, but at the same time, there's no need in burning guys unnecessarily, you know, we still one more day to go. We're not going to get cocky or overconfident. Especially with five guys as well. It like even yeah. more, it even more emphasizes that, doesn't it? You've got to save every penny you can. Exactly. Well, four really, in it? Because, yeah, that's five, including me. So, yeah. yeah, but they were incredible. And then um, and then it all kicked off. Like, as soon as Sepp and Roglic come past, I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. And, uh, yeah, just hearing on the radio that Almeida was gapped. But I was like, mate, he's a quality rider for, I think he's 24 or 25. Like, He's always like judges his effort really well, Almeida. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he he never goes too into the red and um, riding wiser than his years almost. And um, yeah, he did. A, I knew he was going to be there or thereabouts. But yeah, luckily we we gapped him a bit. And uh, yeah, it was nice to gain time on him. But but Roglic, mate, he doesn't. Ru- he was like proper surgeon. Like he was doing like ten second spikes. It was almost like he was doing a training effort, like a spike zone three or something. Yeah. Well, spike threshold. But I was like, well, he must be trying to get rid of me here because he can't be ride, just rides like this. You know, like all the sort of South Americans tend to ride up a climb real Yeah, spiky. that punchy, that punchy style of climbing. And, and Roglic is normally one of these guys who's, who's super smooth. So he, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, you wouldn't think it's his way of riding. He was just trying to... Give it to you. Test me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was like, mate, you, I'm not going to let you get get away from me here. But um, yeah. there was one point though on the descent. Sep, uh, Roglic took over, and I let Sep in between. I was like, oh, bollocks! Like he could properly flick me now because it was quite narrow, twisty. He could have easily let Roglic go, but fair play to him. He didn't. He didn't pull any silly little tricks like that. He let me past. He'd have lost a few spokes if he'd have tried. I bet. <laughs> it would have gone straight through him. Just go over the top and bam. Yeah, but um, no, fair play to Sepp. He was he was he was riding really well as well. Um, but the last corner, right? I thought it was another hairpin to the left, but it was just straight onto the last little kicker, two and a half k. 
So I braked and then I was like, oh shit. And then Roglic got like 10, 15 meters on me and then saw that he had that. So he started like really going. I was like, oh man, that, that hurt a bit to close that. But um, yeah, no, good good day in the end, all, all things considered. Yeah, I think, you know, they've thrown the kitchen sink at you the last two days and you just kind of held firm there, haven't you? Like, uh, well, both teams, UAE and Jumbo gave it a crack yesterday and today. And uh, yeah, held firm. So happy days, eh? Yeah, so far so good. We'll... Um yeah, we'll see what happens tomorrow though, because it's the Queen stage, the hardest of the Giro so far. We do quite a lot of altitude, well, over five thousand meters altitude gain, but we're, the finish is at two thousand two hundred. We do another climb before that, which goes up to two thousand two hundred. So, yeah, a lot of um, thin air tomorrow. So that's another dynamic to add into the mix as well. But you've done uh, you've done a couple of altitude camps prior to this, haven't you? Yeah, I did the one in um, Sierra. But I've done quite a lot over the years now yeah and um you always seem to perform quite well at altitude as well from well from memory yeah yeah yeah. i've always seemed to be all right up there so all being well that won't be an issue but um yeah. it was strange though the last couple of days with the heat because suddenly it's like a completely different race yeah like we've been freezing raining for like two weeks and then we've been having ice socks and stuff there and like warm weather protocol yeah like literally the day before was cold weather with warm tea and extra jackets and gloves. And now it's like ice and slushies and water over your head. And it's mad, Glo- actually. Global warming, mate. Global warming, that is. We're all fucked. Mate, mate it's mad. But cups, um, cups of tea to ice socks, one day after another. Yeah. <laughs> so, blimey, Charlie. But, um, no, yes, yeah, so we'll see what tomorrow brings. Hopefully it's... It's nice weather because 2,200 metres, it can be pretty uh, cold if it's wet. Yeah. Do you, have you seen the forecast? Not yet, no. No, so... It's, it's uh, what it is. Yeah. I had plenty of time to look, though. We had an hour and a half back to the hotel. That's the one thing with the Giro. Like, in the tour, getting all diva now, but you have a police escort from the podium. Yeah. So, you just fly back to the hotel. But, um, yeah, here, the Giro is just, yeah in with the public and it can be a bit longer but um no carabinieri no carabinieri no so but to be fair I was only about 15 minutes behind the bus so yeah it wasn't too bad yeah and that podium car is pretty nice isn't it you got the the baller one yeah so the the legs come up and yeah. whatever and got all your food and it's all good You got yeah. as long as you've got your phone to do something you know occupy yeah. the time a bit because there's only so much you can chat to the doctor about isn't there <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which doctor you got? Jacqueline, so he's good, oh. good lad. Yeah. What is he? Is he like French, Dutch? Lives in Dubai. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, yeah. Looks like Santa, doesn't he? Massive white beard. It just gets <laughs> it gets more and more white every time I see him. When he walked the other day, I needed sunglasses to look at his beard. But uh, he's a good crack, isn't yeah. he? Oh, it's all good. All good. Luke, but do you want to hear a dad joke? Go on, then, go for it, mate. Well, I don't often discuss sunglasses with anyone, but uh, I find it's a very polarising subject. <laughs> mate, that's edgy, very edgy. Ben still would like that one. And it'll make more sense why we're talking about sunglasses when I tell you this. We got a new sponsor for the podcast, mate. It's Sun God. Nice one. 
Yeah, most of you will have uh, spotted this already, but Ineos have changed their sunglasses sponsor from Oakley to SunGod. SunGod are a British brand making high-performance sunglasses to give us Grenadiers the edge across our races this season. I'm sure they've seen you wearing your recognizable white frames in the Giro G with a SunGod twist. How have they been feeling? Give us some nerdy sunglasses facts then. <laughs> well, um, well, they've just been working out all right so far, haven't they? So, uh, so far, so good. I actually worked really closely with SunGod to design this pair. It was, uh, I'm, I'm sure you can tell as well, because they look class, don't they? Me and my design wonders. But um, just like all SunGod's cycling sunglasses in their Pace series, the lenses are stronger, lighter and clearer than industry standard polycarbonate. They also use market-leading 8KO nylon lens technology and a carbon neutral. Yeah, whatever you just said, mate. I'm impressed. <laughs> and you know, the best bit for everyone listening, you can get a pair too. My design is available to buy from Tuesday the 30th of May, but you can also go and design your own too. Just go to sungod.co forward slash Geraint for an exclusive offer when you design your own pair of cycling sunglasses. Luke, what colour are you choosing then? Pink. Ready for my pink panther next year at the Giro, mate. <laughs> so, guys, that's sungod.co forward slash Geraint. Go get them. Yesterday's stage, mate, that, I mean, that just looked like the absolute dream profile. Yeah, mate, it was lovely until 15k to go, and then it just suddenly went so chaotic. And, like, you know, it's the last sprint until Rome. Few of the sprinters, I'm guessing if you're here now, you're going to try and get to Rome, but some of them might not. It was like last chance saloon almost, and a bit narrow roads and barriers. And we were sat behind Movistar. So Gavaria was a sprinter, and mate, I just, I just did not feel safe. Yeah, I was. It was like walking through the streets of Compton at midnight. I was like. <laughs> I, anything can happen here like yeah. I don't trust anyone oh mate it was like every just people chopping and shouting and I was like oh please guys come on let's just get to this finish and be done you know like oh but and luckily it was fine there was no big incident or anything yeah the boys were about 7k to go I was like Swifty sod this just just let's just get on the front yeah and then him and Puccio did the last 4k into 3k to go so then at least, you know, if anything did happen, we'd have the same time. Yeah. But the worst bit is when you drift back after that. Then you're behind the wrecking balls, aren't you? Mate, yeah. So it's sat 20th, 25th, something like that. And there's just bollards, like guys doing a lead out, but coming back through the middle of the group, there was one bit, the last left-hander, they basically almost blocked the whole road. I had to like go right round on the right, almost caused a split in the bunch because... Yeah. It's something interesting with these sprints as well. It's um, so, correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't actually checked, but this is just off the top of my head. No sprinters won two sprints. Like Caden Groves has won one. Pedersen has won one. Dainese has won one. Milan mm. has won one. Um, I'm probably missing someone. But every sprint has been a new winner. So it, it's just Matthews has won one. I'm sure Matthews, has Matthews won a stage? I'm sure he won. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing yep there we go another one Matthews so that's five different sprints and five different winners just and that pretty much sums up the sprinters and sprints in general nowadays there's so much strength in depth like it's almost gone of the days where 
you know, your Bataki or your Cipollini or your Cav turn up and win yeah. four or five. The same at the tour last year. It was so spread out. Yeah, uh, and here there's no even there's no real lead outs either, which makes it even worse. Yeah. So I was like, oh, someone just take it on and line it out, please. Like, but it's just right across the road, left, right, dive bombing. Oh, Occhio. I was watching with Caleb, and we said we it's one thing we noticed. Like with 3k to go, there was just groups of two men, sprinter with the last lead up man, sprinter with the last lead up man, and they're all waiting for that elusive last corner to kick out of there with their last with their with their sprinter and but between there and you know 3k to go until there they're just lurking waiting chopping just trying to stay out the wind but uh yeah exciting sprint nonetheless it was a shame for um shame for cav i I was watching it and i was thinking this is this is his one but um he just seems to be lacking that he just needs one man just to take him to a k to go like it was clear then twists and turns toward the end with a you know once you're there you pretty much stayed there there wasn't much changing and he doesn't even need a lead up man but you just need someone to take him to 1.5 1k or or you know yesterday would be 2k with the corners but he's just missing that which I thought could have been maybe Johnny Moscon but it, it just doesn't seem to be unraveling so he was a bit caught out yeah. but uh, mate did you see that Milan again no I didn't actually did you see he the sprint from far back no. Mamma mia. He came from <laughs> the last left-hander. Like, Dainese was second round. His teammate went. One or two come over, and then he went again. Did a brilliant sprint. Matthews, he had a great lead out of uh, Heppy. This Dainese went around the corner. I, th- I think it was 11th position. And uh, out of the corner was just one line, and he just steps out. And just goes and he lost oh. it he lost it by a centimeter all three of them on the line one net like yeah much. yeah it was really yeah bling didn't lose it by much at all who was third but between milan and uh Dainese was was centimeters another one that donate that milan has lost by small yeah. margin but it's life man these sprinters as well so there's a bonus sprint right halfway through the stage for you know chiclamino the points jersey like in the tour, just one sprint. And um, first two weeks, they're lining up 3K out. You know, they're always at the top of little drags for some reason. They gain like 30, 45 seconds on the bunch. They're going that hard for that long. Yeah. Anyway, yesterday, they started at like 500 meters. Like yeah. you could tell that everyone's feeling it now. Like even then, like last week, I was like, why are they doing this? Yeah. You know, like Postelberger, like six 700 watts 3k out like mate what are you doing yeah like yeah but but anyway yeah so uh yeah at least they've settled down with those those little sprints now as well <laughs> yeah that's it mate definitely fatigue there and i think maybe sometimes you see it no I'm, no I'm, maybe that's a stupid comment i was going to say sometimes you see the fatigue a little bit more on tv because you're always at the front you know the way you're racing you're in the pink your team's on the front you don't really see that every climb, there's ten guys, twenty guys, thirty guys dropped. You yeah. don't, you don't see that. You probably, you're always at the front, surrounded in all the guys who are trying to win the race. But behind, mate, Jesus, yeah, you see on TV, there's some body bags, yeah, which is which, but, is, no, which is normal. I've been there. Apparently, this race though, the the time limit is a lot kinder than the tour. Mate, it's massive. Yeah, the yes. other day, I think they had like an hour or fifty six minutes or something to get in. Hour and four minutes. Mate. 
But the toe would be thirty five. The toe yeah, would yeah, be yeah. almost half. That's a big difference, eh? Yeah. But and yeah. Like, got a flip. Oh right, he's going for the flip. He's uh yeah, he's topless. Headphones come No Shut no head- guns, mate. Headphones are staying in. Ugh. Tuck your pork sword in. There we are, look. Right, yeah, that's in order. There we go. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, a little little scream. Lovely. Right. It's hard work that. Thirty-seven, mate. Yeah, it would have been easy yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So, anything else on the sprint yesterday, mate? That's about it, to be honest, mate. Happy to get that done. I was a bit. <laughs> it was a bit of bad mood afterwards because I was like, oh man, that's just so unnecessarily stressful. I was just like, oh bloody sprinters, you know. It just took me about. Yeah, 10 minutes to calm down a bit. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was all good, mate. All good. And uh, the day before, what was that? Oh, yeah, Primoz had a bit of a bad day. Lost a bit of time, which was nice. And uh, Almeida was strong. But uh, yeah, that was that was a good day as well. Took the jersey back, which was nice. Had it for my birthday then. But um, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's certainly... Um, gone up a level or two you know everyone complaining that it's boring certainly a loss happened this week eh mate that was a terrible way to sum up the day it was like you took the fucking pink jersey it was mega fucking they would ride in and <laughs> Jumbo would yeah. go in and then Almeida UAE went, then UAE yeah. went Almeida went then Sep was chasing you were sat there like, yeah, fucking I'm what? Jumped across, bam, and then it was you two, and then it was riding, then it was sprinting, and he beat you, but it doesn't matter. Took the jersey, lost 20 seconds. <laughs> fucking mega. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good day. It would have been nice to have won it. Another second place. But um, no, it was good. It was good. And uh, Eddie Dunbar was, is flying, mate, isn't he? Speaking yes. of like... Someone that nobody really expected to be up there. Fair play to him, like. We have to touch on Eddie Dunbar. What I mean, we know him well, don't we? He's um, he's a great friend of both of ours, and he's a he's a he's a good lad. And I don't know why, but it just didn't quite work out for him the last few years at our team today at Ineos. Um, whether it was him or whether it was the team, I don't know. I don't care. But anyway, he's ch- he's he's jumped ship. He's he's at riding at Mitchelton. Um, he's really happy there and. His performance has just gone through the roof, haven't they? He, he moved up to fifth on the day we're talking about here. Um, he moved up to fourth today, passing Damiano Caruso. I think he's got yeah. 20, 30 seconds on him now. And let's be honest, three months ago, if we said Dunbar would be fourth in the Giro, you'd have said no chance, if we're honest. So fucking mega to see. And great for Eddie. Lovely bloke and yeah, mega. Yeah, no, fair play to him, yeah. It's good as well because Sars good mates with his missus and they're hanging out watching the race sometimes. So it's good that both of us are um, doing all right because it would be a bit thing, wouldn't it? Like if one one of us isn't doing quite so well, like you'd still be happy for your mate, but you'd just be like, oh, bloody hell. How do you, you know think Kath, I mean? how do you think Kath feels when she hangs out with Sars then? <laughs> yeah, but mate, it, it's, it's different. Different jobs, mate. Different jobs, that's what it is. Oh, yeah. Thank you, mate. Thanks. Um, yeah, I mean, going back to... Hang on, what was that? That was 17, wasn't it? 
yeah, it was just a great day, wasn't it? It was, and it was the first, you know, real big mountaintop finish. There's been a lot of talk about the way the yeah. race was unfolding. It was race really aggressive. Jumbo rode all day. Their game plan was clear. They wanted to go, you know, for stage and pink. I think. Oh, that's the point say. that we. Yeah, I think where we nailed that was Swifty and Puccio got themselves in the break, so yes. it meant we didn't have to ride. And uh, yeah, Jumbo had to ride all day then, which was quality. Real good move by them pair. And then, uh, so yeah, as you say, yeah, Jumbo rode all day, and then yeah, UAE took it up, smashed it, and that's when it all kicked off. Yeah, I think, you know, we don't talk about teammates and credit maybe as much as we could, but you know, I think this this race we've actually, something we have done is credit all the all the guys and all the teammates and, you know, the, them boys you got there, we said from the start, just, they're all in, aren't they? And Puccio, you know, as solid, as reliable as ever, and to have them to win the break, yeah, that was, that was, that was critical, wasn't it, really? Yeah, and it, it's just good for morale as well. I always feel like, you're 1-0 up, you know, even though it doesn't really matter, but it's just like, oh yeah, got one over them there, you know, having them in the break, we don't have to ride and all that, so. I was just going to say one more thing, it's it's always in the back of your mind, like if, if, if Roglic has two in the break, it's always in the back of your mind, are they going to use them? Uh, is Roglic going to try and attack across at some point? It's just that little element of, right, you know, G's got two guys yeah. in there, are they going to do something, what are they going to so it's just like you say, you, you started the day after 30, 40k, whenever the break went, you want, you are one nil up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, then in the final, yeah, I felt pretty good. Chris was riding, like you said, holding Almeida. I was like, oh, I feel like I could just jump across here, see what happens. Went, Roglish didn't respond. That's when I was like, all right, here we go. And oh, I went hard, I went past Almeida, went hard, and like, but could just see his wheel there and just, yeah, he, he, didn't, couldn't, wouldn't, I don't know, but come through for a K and half, and then I was like, ah, oh, I'm not going to pull him all the way now because the gradient was getting less and less. So it was in the wheel, you get more and more of an advantage, really, as the gradient gets more shallow. And, uh, but yeah, then we worked well together the last 2K, really, and we started a bit of cat and mouse, though. We weren't riding quite as hard as we were, or as I was at the start. Because um, you kind of want to go for the stage, but you're also like, come on we need to gain time on Roglic here so but yeah in the end it was a good day to uh, gain that time on him we'll take it we'll take it good man um, and then on obviously on stage 17 the only the only negative was losing losing Pavel he he's had a couple of crashes hasn't he and that finally just caught up with him on a hard day so uh, rest up mate you'll be I'm sure you know he's been missed the past few days but it is what it is yeah, definitely. He was devastated as well. Like he was gutted to be leaving, and he was in the broom wagon, mate. That's how. Uh, yeah, you don't get in that thing for a jolly, you know. Like no, he, was, he was fully screwed. So, um, but yeah, he's been great all race. So, um, good lad. He'll he'll come back back stronger, as the Welsh football team say. <laughs> yeah, mega. Um... I was just going to say, is there going to be any more pink additions, mate? <laughs> uh, no, I'm just going to stick with this formula that I've got for now. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I have options after that. But yeah, just day by day, climb by climb, mate. Big, big day tomorrow. As I said, Queen stage tomorrow. The last, the last 3K is maybe like 12, 
It's bloody hard, mate. 5,000 meters altitude in the day. And we just, uh, before we started the pod, uh, the mechanic called you, didn't he? He said you're putting on a 39.34. So for anyone listening who knows their gear ratios, that's how steep the climb is. Yeah, it's pretty light, all that. But uh, I was like, mate, put 39 on. I'm going to ride 39.27 up there tomorrow. 28, I mean. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> put your money where your mouth is, but get up there in the 27. <laughs> no, yeah, another big day, but just keep doing the basics, innit? It sounds boring, but that's kind of how it is. But just uh, just, in, just trying to soak it up and enjoy it as well, because I'm going to be retired, slippers, cigar soon, you know, and you're not going to have the buzz of racing anymore. So, you know, leading the Giro. Beautiful race, beautiful fans. Just enjoy the moment, innit? And uh, yeah, whatever happens the next two days will be a, be a bonus. That's it, mate. Take it all in. Then pina coladas. They're not far They'll away. They'll be waiting now, for mate. me next week, mate. Yeah. Yeah, let me know. I'll line them up for you, son. <laughs> Quality. You can count on me. Be thou still my strength and strength and Actually, mate, there's one more thing from today. You see, you won the stage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit, shit, people, Ghana. <laughs> I, yeah. I, the thing is, that would be lost in translation big time. Can you imagine Rye saying this, like showing our or quoting us or something? Yeah. All the Italians absolutely hate us. <laughs> yeah, but it's all, it's all with love. It's all, all in jest, mate. So I'm sure Eddie Dunbar will explain to him. Eddie will explain to him. It just happened to rhyme with a British football chant, so. He's obviously a very good bike rider. And, uh, yeah, well, he won today up at the yard stage, so. Today, chapeau. So, gee, I've got a few happy birthday messages for you that have been sent through. Um, but firstly, also, a big happy birthday to Ruth Rod. She shares the same birthday with you, G, and she headed out for a ride in her own pink jersey today. Fair play. Quality pimple that place, Ruth. Uh, Jamie sent a lovely message to the What's Occur on Twitter. And he said, the weird thing is that if we're all honest as sports fans, some of the genuinely happiest moments of our lives are given to us by these demigods we've never met. The men and women who've provided us with lifetime of those moments are moving on now, enjoying the rest of their lives, and perhaps I'm getting too old to experience that connection with their replacements. With Cav retiring and G rolling back the years while simultaneously turning 37, I've been overcome with intense feelings of joy and sadness principally of gratitude i guess that's what i'm just trying to say is thanks lads and happy birthday g cheers fella that's a nice that's a nice message isn't it yeah cheers jamie boy you're good lad yeah. good lad. um steve castle asked if you were able to get any welsh cakes today i did s4 Syria now s pedwarek and uh the guy very kindly brought a pack of Welsh cakes. As all the boys are asking about, uh, Diplusky was asking about a man time and like what a Welsh cake is. So treat them tonight, boy. Uh, and finally, plenty of people, including Jamie Narragon, wished you a day where you wouldn't be fined for peeing in public. Add any more? Add any more <laughs> urinate, urinating fines, do you? Or no, mate. No, I've been good. I've been so aware now of if anyone's coming. I've had to stop a couple of times, which annoys me. I don't like to stop now. I like to just do it off the bike, but it's all good. It's all good. And uh, the old fair play rankings, I don't know if we're moving up, but they seem to be picking on us though because there's so many musettes being thrown, right? 
because okay. ours are bright orange they obviously see them and uh so every time now like the, the car they're like guys careful there there's a green zone in 5k so we're riding along with these musettes on our backs for like 5k you know extra but like if you throw them to people i don't see what the the has the the what's wrong with that yeah i've got an idea on this do you know what we need to do go on the jumbo visma website buy 2000 um musettes <laughs> each just start every everyone. day with 10 in your pocket and just chuck them in rivers and stuff pre <laughs> <laughs> would be skinned uh, uh, they'd be gutted yeah. first uh, and one last bit of trivia here mate um, no not trivia fact before we say goodbye do you know who the last person to spend their birthday in the pink jersey at the Giro was blimey Charlie no idea now I don't want to jinx you here right but it was Richard Carapaz in oh, 2009 don't say it then <laughs> It was Richard Carapaz in 2019, and he went on to win the Giro. Ah, okay. Well, there we go. So I'm not jinxing you, just a bit of, bit of positivity for you, boy. Just a fact there, yeah. Yeah, just a fact. Quality. Yeah. Well, mate, I just want to say happy birthday and keep it up. You're doing well, but three days. Dioch, but. Pina coladas, three days. Yeah, not long now. Come All on right, now, boy. Come on. Huh. Enjoy your rest day or whatever you do tomorrow. Your coffee and your nice little jaunt around the six hours. One. Six hours, actually. So pipe oh, down, okay. you. I'm getting shit done here. <laughs> uh, good stuff. All right, boy. Cheer, but ta Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Network, a place where you belong.